everybody. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guests, Marie and Tim. Once again, thank you for coming. This is the podcast where all four of us saw a movie tonight at our local Regal Cinema Theater. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. And now we're going to talk about it in Matt's Honda Pilot, uh, in the parking lot. We're going to bring up such things as, should you see this movie? Should you not see this movie? Should you buy the soundtrack to this movie? Should you pass on this movie altogether? Should you wait for streaming? We're going to try to answer all those things. But first, it's going to take me a second to get over the disappointment of my welcoming everybody. And then I'm oh. the only one that sang. <laughs> I I'm Todd Dover. And I'm Matt Malloy, and I don't sing, Todd. Except for that one time no, where that I did Tom sing. Petty. You didn't want to yes. step, on, step on your bit. Tom Petty. <laughs> well, anyway, yes, we're here for another episode uh, with Marie and Tim and me and Todd. And we are going to talk about the longly <coughs> named, longly, not wrongly, but mm. longly named, yeah. Whitney Houston colon, I Want to Dance with Somebody movie about Whitney Houston. That's right, guys. We watched it. And uh, the song that Todd sang is in the movie, in case you're wondering. In fact, I can't think of any Whitney Houston song that was not in the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, there Will Be Miracles, her and Mariah Carey's oh yeah, that was a good duet one. from uh, Prince, Prince of, of Egypt. Egypt. I can't think of any solo Whitney yeah, Houston okay. song that was not in this movie. Fair enough. Um... But I do love that song. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. looking forward to it, but yeah. it didn't come about. Well, later on, I'll bring it up on Spotify. Yeah, when I get home. Have mm -hmm. a good listen. <laughs> um, so, uh, who's in this movie? Well, there's an actress who plays uh, Whitney Houston, who I don't know from anything. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Um, she's, she's in Unknown, <coughs> but she does look like Whitney Houston. Yeah. Mm. Or is made to look like Whitney Houston right. at various forms. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we've got uh, kind of, we, well, I don't know if people know who, who Clive Davis is, um, but he's a famous music producer. And he's played in this movie by Stanley Tucci. Who I love. Who. He's great in everything. He is really great in this movie he's as good. well. Really great. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's just Tucci. And uh, and Whitney Houston's dad in this movie is a guy who I've seen in a ton of stuff, but I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but uh, yeah, he was one of those character actors. Hold on, I'm there. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, Clark Peters is his name. I don't know the name, but he's That's definitely John been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's he's been in tons of stuff. Um, and and that's yeah. that's as far as I can can stretch my muscles. Yes, yeah, so I think the name of the main actress is Naomi Aki. I think that's right. Yes. I don't know if that's... Yes. Uh, she was in the last Star Wars movie. I okay. I do not remember, but okay. That's someone. She's One of my highest rated movies ever. <laughs> Amazing to me. <laughs> See if the guy who played Bobby Brown has been in anything. Yeah, he was... Uh, he, he, he was he in Moonlight. He captured... Maybe he played one of the younger versions of the older he guys. He captured the essence of Bobby Brown, I would say. Perhaps. He's in The Equalizer 2. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yep. safe to say, not a yeah, ton of no. people in this movie who you've seen before. Ashton Sanders. Isn't That's his name. Played Bobby Brown. Okay. <coughs> Good old Bobby. Ashton Sanders. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so what is this movie about? Well, this movie follows the life of Whitney Houston. So mm -hmm. if you know uh, things about Whitney Houston's life, you will probably notice them uh, featured in this film. We pick it up as she's a young uh, woman singing in a church choir and she's got a semi-famous singer mom and a famous singer family and she's a singer person. Um, and then she gets discovered by uh, Clive Davis and I keep wanting to call him Clive Barker who is someone no. completely different. No, yes. very different. Um, <coughs> this wasn't a horror movie, Matt. Yes, correct. <laughs> Uh, and, and we follow her life uh, through getting signed and, and all the, the success and fame that she had, her famous Super Bowl performance. Um, and then as she gets kind of um, connected with, with Bobby Brown and they get married and um, we even go into like drugs and rehab and, and all the way to the end uh, with Whitney. So you, you get the whole story. Uh, they, they didn't pull any punches. There were things in there that I didn't know about Whitney. Um, and yeah, so that's that's the story. And now comes the part, Todd, where you tell us how you feel. Your gut reaction. Gut reaction. To Whitney Houston, colon, I Want to Dance with Somebody, the movie. Well, um, I'll start with some of the good things. I think that this movie is pretty well acted. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. anyone really... I mean, obviously other performances were better than others, but I don't think anyone really, like, stunk, per se. The Bobby Brown guy wasn't hitting with me, but I don't know if that's just because, like... Huh, Bobby Brown. We all have a negative <laughs> thought about Bobby yep. Brown, no matter what. So, it's um, his prerogative time. Yeah. Across, yeah. Nice. So, um... But yeah, I thought most of the performances were really good. Obviously, I, th I think Stanley Tucci, yes. even to me, even though he's not even the main character, I think he's the best in this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just he's just solid. He's great. Um, obviously, you got a great soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Living, reliving all the all the tunes, and and uh, you know that's that's a nice ride right there. And to see them, um, to see like I guess what I really liked is that. It, and it kind of, I guess this bleeds into the story is that I like that you kind of saw, um, the first several years of her career, they spent a long time on. And so you could see the progression of everything. And then later in the career, when things started to somewhat fall apart, everything gets more sporadic, like as far as like time flow. Um, and I liked that in the sense that I, I liked the early years because then all that stuff that I knew. Um, and I guess we all kind of know the later years. So I guess that's, you know, why they felt the power to just, uh, you know, time jumps and time jumps. Um, I think in general, I biopics will never hit right with me because at this point, I feel like they are all the same. Like, big break, f successful, fall into despair, drugs, what have you. Maybe a comeback in some cases, and then death. Like, I feel like I just named almost every musical biopic True. there's been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just like, these movies will never hit that hard with me, because 
and, 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 and respectfully uh, disagree with you, Matt. As you said, they didn't pull any punches. I still feel like they didn't go hard enough. Like, we don't we don't really know exactly when drugs entered the picture. They just kind of like all of a sudden are there. And then I, I will say the most fascinating thing about this movie to me was seeing how she got her drugs. Like that's insider yeah. information that I was like, thank you. Like, I like that. I like knowing that little secret if it was true. Um, I don't see why they would make that up. So I just, it's just like the same. And even this one, like, you know, other... And it's like, I can't tell if this is, like, against the movie or just, like, my feelings in general. But in other biopics about musicians, there's at least a grind. Like, they have to make it or whatever. Like, I didn't know how Whitney Houston's career was essentially handed to her because she had a famous mom. Uh, her godmother was Aretha Franklin. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it didn't, like, everything just kind of zoomed off real fast. So maybe that's why I found some of it very unsympathetic. It, to me, because I was like, there really wasn't turmoil to get to where you needed to be, like all that kind of stuff. You just kind of made it through. You know, she's an incredible singer, so the talent was there, but it really wasn't like she had to hit the road and play dives or anything like that. It just kind of happened. Um, but I digress. I just, it's going to be hard for biopics to hit with me. Um, and as much as this one, you know, I didn't hate it. I thought it was a little too long. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I'm going to have a hard time with my final rating. But there's no reason I can think of for people to not go to see this movie. Like, unless you're just... If you're like me and biopics are like, eh, then you can skip this one, I think. Uh, but if you're a fan of Whitney Houston, and, and or if you're a fan of music, and you're a fan of music history almost, like... You know, there's nothing there's nothing screaming at me to say tell people not to see this movie. So I'm gonna say people can and should see this movie. If you want to. And that's me. Uh let's go, Marie. Well, thanks for having me back. Anytime. Of course. Um I honestly I mean, I know our podcast is all gut reactions, so here we go. I'm going to need a little more time to process my final thoughts on this, which will be probably in three days and it won't mm. matter. It'll matter to us. Okay. I would like an update. Because <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes <coughs> when we're seeing a movie, I'm really like, okay, I got to remember this for the podcast or what do I really think about this? You know, like, do is this a plot hole? Do I, all right, I have to have something to say. And, and I didn't do that so much in this movie because, um, I was a huge Whitney Houston fan, mm. and so I was having such a good time hearing her music again and kind of reliving my 20s <laughs> um, that I didn't pay a lot of attention to the movie part of it. No, but what I loved was, so I don't have a lot of criticism, although there's definitely some to be had. Um, what I loved was how well... Um, Naomi Aki, I think is her mm -hmm. name is, um, really imitated Whitney's, like, the lip syncing was really incredible. Um, there were only, like, two places in the whole movie that maybe she was off by a beat. Um, that was really exceptional. Uh, and I thought they did a, a great job making her Whitney. 
Um, I also think Stanley Tucci did a fantastic job. And I had forgotten that he was in the movie, but I knew Clive Davis was was being played by somebody famous. And it took me about two-thirds of the movie to realize who was playing Clive Tucci Davis. And I, there was just a look he had, and I went, oh, Stanley Tucci, there he is. But he's so not Stanley Tucci. That's like, true, too. You right. know, it, he, it took me the whole movie to remember, and I knew it going into the movie, right. who the actor was. So um, that, that seemed to me he did a great job. Um, I agree with you, Todd, that they glossed over a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Like, I think her relationship with Bobby, Bobby Brown was much more tumultuous than probably good, was presented word. and I think there were some black eyes that she got if I remember correctly which I may not have remembered. I think that's right. Um, so that they didn't show any of the physical violence that I believe happened but I don't you know yeah. I don't know where I pulled sure. that out of. Um, and some of some of the pressure and challenges that she had. Um, I did think, I actually did think it was a little bit too long, as much as I loved hearing every single song that she did. Um, at the end, I was like, okay, it, we need, it's time. It's going to happen here any minute now. Um, so, also, what I noticed was I did get really sucked in, and I had all the emotions, like, she was so good, and she, like, got this break even though you're right she didn't have to it was it was there she had the pedigree and the talent um but just remembering all that music which I loved um and have memories with and and then just going through the emotions of the you know <coughs> the climb up the peak and the fall and just remembering how incredibly sad it was when she died and that she died so young and with drugs that she had tried to kick her her body from needing. Um, so I left feeling kind of down where I had been kind of up because it was so fun in the beginning. So I had a whole range of emotions, which I guess that's what they wanted. Um, so anyway, that's my 20 minutes out of the movie. Nice. Well, Tim. Yes, uh, I think keep the strain going. I'm in agreement with most of you. The biopic, you know, is a, <coughs> is a formula, and um, in you know, in the last you know, 10, 20 years, we've seen every big famous artist get a treatment, and it is the same tropes in everyone, and it's the ones that don't do that that stand out, and we've had almost two or three satires of biopics to this point that have also kind of almost ruined the genre in a way. But um, this one is <coughs> perfectly fine to sit through. It's enjoyable. The performances are earnest and authentic, I would say. Like, especially Naomi, she she does embody the Whitney that I'm familiar with. And, and even in the just the regular acting scenes, not just the lip syncing, like, like she mm -hmm. felt like Whitney Houston and you got lost in like her as Whitney and I think that's hard to do especially when it's a more contemporary artist that you've seen a lot of you know it was it was always the disconnect for me when Will Smith played Muhammad Ali because I just saw Will Smith the entire time and I just couldn't fully engage in that <coughs> but in this one I, I was it was Whitney and I was on board and it just worked and I think yes they glossed over 
some of the more difficult parts of her life. I think, and I think that was a choice. I think this movie wanted to be a celebration of Whitney Houston mm -hmm. and not a mm -hmm. let's revel in the downfall. Let's just remember the good without ignoring the bad, but let's not focus on that. And that's choice made. And I, I think it's, as you saw, I think I saw Clive Davis as one of the producers and I think the Houstons were mentioned in some of the credits. So this was a blessed, I think, biopic. So it was only going to go so hard. Um, but um, all things considered, I still think it's a good movie. Uh, you don't have to see it in the theater. I mean, the sound is great, obviously, but those songs are great anyway, no matter where you hear them. So you don't have to see this in the theater, but it is worth seeing. It's not like, a, oh, don't, you, know, you can skip that, you know, unless you're just not a Whitney Houston fan. Um, but it's an enjoyable movie, and like I said, Tucci nails it and, you know, loses himself in the role, and, uh, and Naomi is excellent, and it's a star-making performance, I would argue, for her. Um, uh, I think it's worth watching. Matt? Fair enough. Well, um, I agree with much of what's been said. I think we, <laughs> we all... I think we all agree. <laughs> we all agree on, <laughs> yeah. on a lot of things about this movie. Um, so I won't rehash too much, but I'll, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll say that, um, I found it delightful to hear all those songs again, mm -hmm. um, kind of relive a portion of my own life, my own history in, in walking through time with Whitney Houston songs. Um, and I was also just like astounded at just how many hits that yeah. she's had and just right? like I forgot all about that I forgot about that song oh, so I forgot about that song yeah. oh that yeah. song oh yes. this one yes. and yes. just over and over and and like like big hits mm -hmm. um and the, you, they're almost they're almost ubiquitous like in yeah. society you just yeah. know them and even if you weren't a fan of hers or you, <coughs> it wasn't a genre you specifically listen to you've heard those songs yes mm. yes so um you know, I, I this is a bit of a rehash, but I'll just say that that the essence of Whitney Houston's um, expression as a person was yes. captured um, in in this role by this this uh, actress Naomi. What is her name? Naomi Aki. 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 I'm not sure how to say it. A-C-K-I-E. Well, let's just call her Naomi. Naomi. Mm -hmm. Yes, Naomi's great. Well, she <coughs> she crushed it. Mm -hmm. Stanley Tucci was was phenomenal as well um and i thought that they did a good job of weaving in the idea of pressure and slowly building the pressure throughout the movie as, mm -hmm. as you see it affecting whitney houston's character there the character of whitney houston um i thought they did a good job of sort of ramping that up and you see it come into play and you see it take its effect and take its toll um all the way to the end um and I, you know i thought it was really really a, a powerful statement about what kind of pressure she was under and and how she dealt with that and and what you know what the fallout was um and the i guess the 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 one negative thing that i would say is that i I really felt like they kind of dropped the ball at the end. Mm. Um, I, I, they, they built up this idea of like this medley that she sang once at an awards show um, in 1994, 
and they chose to end the movie with basically playing that not that clip but acting out that clip from the award show as like one of the last things that happens in the movie and i thought it was out of place i know what they were going for right. mm-hmm. they were going for this is like the pinnacle of her singing and we want Except to show that song. off yeah. mm-hmm. disagree mm-hmm. <laughs> i didn't yeah. know those songs i didn't hear that medley I would have preferred that they ended with like one of her massive hits of her performing that um, instead. I see why they did that. I just disagree with the direction they took there. And I thought it kind of made the end of the movie fall a little bit flat. Mm. Um, the end of the movie is the death of Whitney Houston. And and you get that in kind of a, a epilogue, yeah. epilogue here, yeah. here with, with titles about what, happened to her and and all the things about her life that were really notable um i agree with you that felt a little out of place it was a little awkward (coughs) yeah and and that scene in and of itself it was a medley of three songs and it was really long it was like Um, the entire song not yes um and and one thing that that our crack detective tim davis has sussed out is that this was Whitney's voice for the vast majority of the film, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was was a credit uh, mm-hmm. credit to the movie. Mm-hmm. So, um, though I was not uh, <coughs> goodness, thank you, taken in by the by the <coughs> ending as much Sorry. as the rest of the movie, um, I will say that I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's well made, mm-hmm. and I think that you know anyone would would benefit from watching it. Um, so. It's gonna get a it's gonna get a good score for me, um, in spite of in spite of what I consider the flaw of the ending. Sure. So that's where I will end up. Sounds groovy. Well, how many drug pens would you give this movie? Mm. Uh, which I, I enjoyed learning mm. that that's how she got her drugs. It just was a very interesting thing to me. Um, so, obviously, zero being the worst, because then you have no drugs. And five being the best, because then you got yourself a party. Um, let's start with <laughs> Bat. Oh, dear. Yeah, I would have gone hit singles. No, no, no. It's drug pen. All right. <laughs> drug pen for life. Well, um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to say 3.9 drug pens Ooh. out of 5. <coughs> Almost um, cracked the 4. Almost. It would have cracked the 4, it's except except the ending mm-hmm. kind of botched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might have I gone above 4 even um, with, a, with a little bit more cohesive ending. Um, but I'll stick with 3.9 drug pens and say, you know, this is a good, a good film. Have a look. Have a look, see. Have a look, Tim. I am uh, right at a two point nine. Um, again, bringing up the the tropes of biopics are hard to overcome, but uh, everybody tried really hard here, and I feel like that should be rewarded. Sure, mm-hmm. Marie. Um, I'm gonna say three and a half, mm. and I don't have a really good reason why, no, that's but fine. that's the number that comes to my, my that gut mind. reaction. That's gut what reaction. we do here. Gut reaction. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, um, 
I'm going to land on a straight middle of the road 2.5. Mm-hmm. And my feelings towards that are a lot of good things in this movie fell into a lot of tropes. Uh, the second half of the movie to me is a lot about Whitney Houston being a victim. And I just, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's another movie about rich people having rich people problems, which is hard. And I'm not trying to downplay addiction or anything like that. I get it. It's, it's, it's definitely a rough road. Um, but you know, like she was pretty nasty to a lot of people and I like that they showed that side of it. Um, but it, uh, the narrative felt, oh, poor Whitney Houston. Um, and I don't, I don't dig that a whole lot. So, two point five. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Well, quite the range we got going on tonight. Quite the range indeed. Yeah. Um, any uh, last thoughts before we wrap up? It was a nice reminder of her music yes. and her talent and and what got lost. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for you. Agree. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I kind of wish we got to hear my prerogative a couple more times through the movie. You just heard the beat. I wish just every I time wish we he got was on screen, it's, it's in the back playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish we could have gotten some lyrics. All we got was the beat. Mm. Um, well, I, I do have to say a special shout out to Matt Hostetler who uh, we yeah. saw in the movie theater tonight. An old, old friend of Todd and I, um, gosh, 20, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's probably been that long since we've seen him. So, anyway. Uh, also true, probably. Ran- randomly showed up in the bathroom at the <coughs> Hugs in the bathroom. Also, I wanted like... to dance with somebody. He was also seeing the movie. He yeah, was seeing the same movie. Mm-hmm. It was um, magical. Magical. Yeah. Matt, so, brings people together. Matt Money Hosteller. Yes. Um, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies with special guests Marie and Tim, where we watched Whitney Houston colon, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm. And we gave it an average rating of 3.2 drug pens out of five. Good. It's a good rating. Um, we had a, a little bit of a range going on, mm-hmm. um, but I would but say that everybody gave it at least an average rating, mm-hmm. and um, I think we're all in agreement that you, you, if you like movies, see this movie. And if you like Whitney, you have to like Whitney. If you like Whitney, yeah. really need to help. see this movie. Yeah. yeah, I can't stress enough that my rating reflects Bio how picks. I feel about biopics. Yep. yep. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. So, and that you hate Whitney Houston. Admit well, it, Todd. Admit it. Go there, but uh, indifferent. <laughs> um, they don't touch. They don't touch on anything that happened with their daughter. Like, I mean, yeah. There's a. I don't think they wanted to focus on it. Yeah. I'm saying, go hard, or I'm not gonna be a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not gonna get the family blessing. <laughs> You're waiting for the unauthorized. Right. Whitney Houston the colon that, the unauthorized. The, yeah, the unauthorized, more true story of Whitney Houston, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. You, won't get, you won't get Stanley Tucci for that. No, you will not. <laughs> Unfortunate. Well, you don't anyway. know. We could be besties. <laughs> Me and Stanley. You, you could be. You could. Yeah. And yeah, that'd be awesome. As far as we know. Can we get him on the podcast, please? I'll have to check. 
Okay. <laughs> good, good. Well, thank you listeners for listening and subscribers for subscribing and listening to our wonderful, if I do say so myself, podcast. It's pretty good. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <laughs> and uh, we... We will see you next time. Da 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 da.